when Jesus walked on this earth, he demonstrated his love through power. Immediately when his ministry began, he began healing people. He began casting out demons. The disciples whom he called, he showed his power to. He demonstrated his love to them in power. He demonstrated, this is me. I am Lord. And they immediately fell in love with him, wanted to give their whole lives to him. He didn't have to persuade them with his words. He just showed his power. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Jesus demonstrated this. It's not a matter of talk. It's about my power. Every time when we, when we read the gospels, when he preaches, he's always demonstrating the power of God. When people are sick, with compassion, the Bible says that he sees them sick. And he goes and he heals them. They don't have to do anything to receive that. It's out of the love and compassion that Jesus uses the almighty power that he has. And he removes the sickness. He removes the pain. This demonstrates his love to his people. This demonstrates I am king, I am Lord, and this is why you should give your life to me. This is how much I love you. This is a supernatural love. This isn't a carnal, worldly, human love that Jesus has for you. It's a supernatural, powerful love. The Bible says over and over again, how many times it says in the Bible, out of compassion, Jesus freed the person. Out of compassion, Jesus rose the child from the dead. Out of compassion, Jesus healed the people. Mark 1.40, a man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Another translation, it says, Jesus, if you desire to, to heal me, heal me. And Jesus says, this is the Passion Translation, of course I want to heal you. This is Jesus. The Bible says, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That is Jesus. That is Jesus' desire for you, no matter what you've done. No matter how imperfect you are, that is his desire for you, that you would have abundant life now. Jesus didn't come just so you can have a ticket to heaven. He wants you to have abundant life here and now. He doesn't want you to be suffering he doesn't want you to be in bondage. He doesn't want you to be stuck in poverty. He doesn't want you to be full of depression. No, this Jesus, the true Jesus, wants you to have abundant life now. When you have revelation of this, oh, you 
want to give your life to him. You don't want the world. You want this abundant life with Jesus. But you have to have revelation of this. You have to meet the true Jesus, not the Jesus that only gives you a ticket to heaven that many people have received. Many people haven't encountered the power of God, so they feel like life with Jesus on this earth is an abundant life, you know? Many people are not moved to surrender because they have not actually met the true Jesus who is so amazing and will give you abundant life when you give your life to him. Hallelujah. When you look at the ministry of Jesus, miracles are happening constantly. The miracles are always accompanying the word of God. When you look at the ministry of Jesus, he wasn't a comedian. He wasn't an entertainer. He wasn't this amazing communicator. He let his power do all the work. The simplicity of his power showed who he was revealed his love. He didn't have to persuade the disciples, come on, you should follow me. Let me tell you why. You see, I'm the the, the son of God and you should give your life to me and this is why. Let me give you all these reasons and let me invoke emotion into you. We don't read about how he's some charismatic, loud-spoken preacher that's, you know, we don't... (laughs) We don't read about that in the Bible. We just see the simplicity of his power. How the simplicity of his power is what touches people. It's what brought all the crowds in. The Bible says that word spread quickly when they heard of all the miracles that were happening. So God wanted it that way. God wanted his reputation to be a miracle worker that, wor- miracle worker that will rescue you. Ah, I hear there's someone who can heal me of a sickness, like the woman bleeding for many years. I've heard of him. He's in town. If I just touch him, I will receive healing. And that encounter, when she did that and she received the healing, Jesus was so pleased. Ah. I'm happy that this proper reputation of me you've learned about so you can receive me, so you can come and encounter me and fall in love with me and give your life to me. You see, it was so simple. It was so simple. With one word, demons were cast out. With one word, people were healed. With one miracle of showing Peter how to fish with his power, made Peter to drop everything. Lord, you are Lord. I will follow you. People encountered his power. They fell in love with him. They gave their lives to him. 
He cast out demons of Mary Magdalene and other women, the Bible says. And they, they then became disciples of Jesus. Hebrews 13.8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This Jesus is the same today as he was in the Gospels that we read. He is the same exact today. We are seeing this Jesus doing these miracles, touching people instantly, simply, 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 even watching a video where a word is released, be healed. Simple, be healed. Not a, be healed in the mighty name of Jesus, or not a, get out, and then get out, get out, get out, I declare, you know, there's not a big, the power of God is, is, is all you need. You don't need anything else. The power of God is more powerful than anything in the world. And Jesus wants you to know him in this way. Not theatrical representation. Amen. Not a powerless inter- representation. But the true him that where it's just the power of God that touches people. It's not about the person. It's not about the minister. It's not about the preacher. It's about Jesus. So we can step back and let the power of God do the work. Let the power of God touch people. Amen? So myself, I grew up Christian my whole life. There wasn't a day I didn't know God, and I always loved him. I grew up in a Christian home. We went to a Presbyterian church. Um, but, you know, I, I wasn't surrendered for a very long time in my life. I always loved God, but I had one foot in the world. I knew that surrendering was right, but I don't know. I wasn't moved to. When I moved to L.A. in 2013, it was like a hunger arose in me as soon as I got here. I moved from upstate New York. And I started visiting different churches where I found people who were more passionate about God. So this, it made this fire in me grow more and more and more. Still hadn't surrendered, but I wanted to. But it was like something was holding me back from surrendering. The miracles that we see Jesus do, the miracles that we see done in the book of Acts through the apostles and other fivefold ministries, I witnessed it before my eyes. I saw the power of God moving. I saw people being healed. I saw demons be cast out. And then I received prophetic ministry for the first time, where this vessel of God spoke to me from words from God, present words of God, touching my heart, easing worries that I had in my heart from that day that I hadn't told anybody. That day changed my life forever. 
that day is when I met Jesus, the, the true Jesus, the true Jesus who comes in power. That day I had this encounter with Jesus, the living God for the first time. I went that day from, from believing in God, that he exists, that he's real, that he loves me, to knowing, to knowing he is real, he is with me always, he is good, that his word is true, that his plans for me are good. I knew it with all of my heart now. A month later, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I, I, I experienced God touching me. Like what these so many people said in this video, they, they, they received chills all over their body or they're shaking. I experienced that for the first time on that day where I was, I was truly feeling the Holy Spirit. Tangibly encountering me, God was. And on that day, it was like encountering the power of God opened up my eyes. This is who Jesus is. This is the Jesus who wants to touch you, who wants to heal you, who wants to deliver you, who has the power to do it, who wants to do it, and who will do it. The combination of this touch from God, where he was so real to me now, and witnessing others weeping as God's rescuing them, as God's touching them. It opened up my eyes like never before. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. This is how amazing this Jesus is. It's like I could see him for the first time. And I, I felt so convicted. I have to surrender to him now. It wasn't, it wasn't a hard choice. It was like, how could I not surrender to him? He is so almighty, and I'm so little. Who am I? Who am I to not give my life to him? My heart was burning. And so I surrendered to him right then and there. I surrendered completely. I said, you can do with my life whatever. And though I had been a Christian my whole life, though I had gone to church like two to three times per week, like my whole life. It wasn't the end of a sermon altar call, which I heard so many times, that led me to give my whole life to Jesus. But it was Jesus himself encountering me in power and me deciding in my own heart, my own decision, oh Jesus, I give my life to you. That's how God wants it to be today. He wants to encounter his people in power and then not to have to go their whole life living lukewarm. He wants to encounter his people in power and like the people who he encountered in the Bible, they just give their lives to him immediately because they've truly met him that encounter that I had with God. It was so lasting. 
I, it's like I didn't even need another one. It was that powerful. It was that powerful. It was like if you were to see Jesus physically and you had this conversation audibly and you hugged him and he says to you, listen, I'm with you all the time and I'll be with you forever. Trust me. And you don't need to see him again because it's that vivid and real, right? It was like that. I didn't see him. I didn't hear him audibly. But the touch of his power, it's all I needed to surrender my whole life to him. And never, ever, ever doubt him ever again. This is how God wants it to be. Before that day, before that day where I had encountered the power of God, I would go to church service after church service, and I would hear the, sim the same similar like evangelical message of like, Jesus is real. He loves you. You should give your life to him. I would hear the same similar message every day. And it's like I had to hear it again and again and again. Like I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't changing. I kept doubting. I wasn't moving forward. Because I needed to encounter his power. I needed to really meet him. God has called you to be strong, powerful disciples of God. Not lukewarm Christians, not baby Christians that stay at the same place and keep doubting. Right? Amen? But he's called you to be powerful disciples of God who would walk in the power of God like we see in our example of what church would look like in the book of Acts. All of the disciples now are doing the things that Jesus did and more. Just like Jesus says, you will do the things I did and greater. That was his command to the disciples, and that was his command to you and me. Hallelujah. Luke 24, 49. It says, I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Until you have been clothed with power from on high. That's what he told the disciples. This is how God's kingdom works. That when the Holy Spirit would come in us, we are now clothed in power. That's what God wants for you to walk in power. But you have to do it God's way. You have to walk in his principles to see this power grow and come out and touch people. We, and we even, we even see the, the apostles doing the same things that Jesus did and greater. We see them healing people. We see them casting out demons. We even see Peter raise someone from the dead. We see, we see the Holy Spirit falling upon people as Peter was speaking. In Acts 10, 44, it says, even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. For they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. So Peter, carrying the anointing, carrying power of God, is just simply speaking in this moment a simple, the simple gospel, a simple 
message, the message of Jesus. And as he's speaking simply, simply, he allows the simple power of God to flow through him and people are having encounters with God as he's speaking, Holy Spirit touching, God touching them. This is what church is supposed to look like today, friends. This is what it's supposed to look like. I was so thankful to God and blessed by these testimonies. There's a couple testimonies that touched me so much. You know, when once I encountered the power of God, my biggest prayer, my my biggest heart cry was that other people could have this encounter with the power of God like I had. That was my biggest prayer, my biggest passion, because I wanted to be surrendered to God. I wanted to be on fire for him for so long. And finally, I was able to be, by God's power, doing it, not my own strength. God's power, God's power, the touch of God's power made me to surrender, not my own uh, abilities. I would be full of condemnation and shame and guilt so much of my Christian life prior to that because I wasn't surrendered, because I had one foot in the world. And so many people are living that way today. It's not that they're doing anything wrong. They just need to encounter the true Jesus who comes in power. They just need to meet Jesus, eyes to open. And his power is what will lead you to surrender. So, you know, in that moment when I encounter the power of God and my biggest prayer now is for other people to encounter the power of God I would see so many Christian friends and family in my life who I knew had not encountered the power of God, and I wanted this for them. I wanted them to be on fire and surrendered and so excited for Jesus. I knew that if they had just a touch, they would be changed forever. And so I was so blessed by these. There was a few testimonies I've read so far of people who said they've watched the videos and they were moved to give their lives to Jesus. It blessed me so much because that was a dream and prayer that's come true from years ago. I would dream about people just encountering the power of God and boom, give their life to Jesus, transform completely. The videos that I have on my page are just simple. You know, they're simple little one minute videos. It was just them seeing the power of God and encountering the power of God. You can see that they truly encountered the power of God. They had an encounter with Jesus themselves. And it made them to give their life to Jesus immediately. We see this happen with Zacchaeus in the Bible. He was sitting on a tree. He was the chief tax collector. So in those days, he was a big-time sinner. And he's getting a good look of Jesus from up high because he was short. 
And Jesus says, Zacchaeus, I'm going to your house today. So Zacchaeus comes down. And do you know what he does immediately? You can tell in the Bible that he had an immediate encounter with God, that he had a touch. He had a touch of the power of God immediately because what happens, Luke 19, 8, it says, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. So you see Zacchaeus immediately repents. Jesus doesn't have to have this like long talk with him. Like, listen, this is what you should do. You should stop sinning. You know, you've been sinning so much. It's so bad. But, you know, I will forgive you. So he doesn't give this long talk like, let's make an intellectual decision about this, shall we? No, no. He encounters the power of God, the simple power of God in one split second. And he immediately repents, chooses to repent himself and gives his life to Jesus. Hallelujah. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. He is amazing. And I'm telling you today that there's nothing in your life that is too big for him to come and do a miracle in today. And I'm telling you that he doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to be in pain. He doesn't want you to be suffering. He doesn't want you to be drowning in poverty. He doesn't want you to be full of depression. No, he truly wants abundant life for you right now, not when you go to heaven only. Right now, in this moment, right now. Just as he did with the disciples, with many people in the Bible, he wants to free you immediately right now, and you would be free forever. You would be healed forever. The sickness would not come back. The disease would not come back. The depression would not come back. And he will fill your life with such peace and joy. This Jesus is amazing. His promise is true to give abundant life. He, when you give your life to him, he will fill you with the most peace and joy you did not know was possible in this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants to touch you today. As he touched the people in the Bible with his simple power. As he did through so many people who've watched these videos online. He wants to touch you right now. He's brought you here. He's ordered your steps so he can touch you. So he can have an encounter with you. So he can reveal himself to you like never before. So he can show you how much he loves you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your hands to God right now. He wants to touch you right now. The Holy Spirit wants to touch you right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank him right now. Take a moment right now to thank him in your own words. He is worthy of this thanksgiving and praise. Take a moment to thank him.
for being faithful. Take a moment to thank him for being a miracle worker. Take a minute to thank him for all the miracles he has done that we heard about. Take a moment to thank him for the miracle he's about to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, we thank you, Father. Oh, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you, Father. Thank you for not changing and remaining the same. Thank you for coming in power now as you did before. Thank you for doing miracles. Thank you for the miracles that you're about to do, Lord. Thank you, Father, for rescuing your people and freeing your people and healing your people. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I declare this anointing to touch you right now where you are. I declare this anointing to come upon you now, upon your head. The fire of the Holy Spirit to touch you now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody who is sick, everybody that's sick in this place, I declare sickness to go in Jesus' name. Pain. Go from everybody now in Jesus' name. Head pain, go now. Back pain, go now. Stomach pain, go now in Jesus' name. Arthritis, go. Be healed in Jesus' name. Kidney problems, I declare you are healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Breathing problems, asthma problems, be healed in Jesus' name. God is healing depression now. I speak to depression, spirit of depression. Go in Jesus' name. Be free. Be free now. Anxiety, go in Jesus' name. Spirit of fear that overtakes you, go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.